great radio production and the people who make it. Tossers. The Earshot Creative Review, sponsored by Hobson's. Hello, welcome to the London Hippodrome in Leicester Square. If you haven't stepped inside this uh, famous building recently, it's basically a big swanky casino with downstairs, hundreds of egos swaggering every day to risk financial ruin in a world just slightly beyond their control. It's a world that could collapse in on them at the next spin of the wheel, the next throw of the dice, leaving them just grubby, penniless nobodies, forgotten, pitiful souls who could have been somebody. <laughs> Nothing like working in radio, then. <laughs> That's the kind of droll humour you get here. Uh, now, some of our closest friends are gathered here uh, for today's podcast, which I should let you know is the last in the present series. And some of them have brought some audio gifts to play, a kind of series of presents. Hey. The other reason we're going to take a break from the podcast is clearly we need a writer. Um, so the next half hour or so, I'll take you around the room, see who's here, discover what they've uh, brought to share. Uh, but first, we are going to announce uh, who is the winner of the Hobson's Voice Search 2012, our competition to find and reward new British radio voice talent. We've strung it out long enough, I think, but the winner is in this room and we're going to meet them in just a moment. We're rolling whenever you're ready. Lovely, thank you. You can hear everything okay? Yes, I can, yeah. Oh, good luck. Thank you. Cheers. My name is Jamoke Okunkaya. I'm 22 years old and I am from Nigeria, but I am located here in Milton Keynes. It's something that I want so much. It's a one-life sort of opportunity in a way, you know, being signed up to, you know, an agency that is well-known, you know, it's just something amazing. I can't even explain, to be honest. I'm just, I'm lost for words, to be honest, but it's everything to me. Hi, I'm Mark Humes. I'm 26 years old, and I'm originally from Southend-on-Sea in Essex, but currently living in London. It would make a huge difference to my career, I think, having somebody like Hobson's choose me as their voice search for 2012. I think that that's a big, big credit to your name, and I think that that means a lot of people will be looking at you and saying, OK, well, let's get this guy in. Hi, my name is Sifa. I'm 27 years old. I live in southeast London. I am a presenter. I'm also a DJ as well. A brand new something to add to my thread of radio voiceover life. It's another little thing to add to the whole voice thing, use of, use of my voice, basically. Hi, I'm Scott Fraser. I'm from the People's Independent Republic of Geordie Land, or Newcastle upon Tyne, as most of you call it, and I'm 38. If the best voiceover company thinks that I'm good enough to work with them, then I can't think of a better definition of success than that. So the four judges worked very hard long into the night and it really was quite difficult wasn't it Claire? It was it was quite a challenge and I think one thing that we all noticed is there was such a range of talent and people had very different skills and different things to bring to the table so um, it was by no means a clear-cut decision but we are happy with the decision we reached to in the end. This is Claire Bowen from the RAB. Um, for you what did it mean to be judging this competition? Well for me I can see there's a tremendous heritage of, uh, of radio and radio skills and radio writing in the country. What I think is crucial for us all is to ensure that there's continued interest and involvement not only in terms of writers but also in terms of talent working in the medium as well so this was a great opportunity to recognize young talent and make sure that they get the opportunities they deserve excellent well would you like now to announce to the assembled company who is the winner of this tough old competition 
Sifa Nikki. Sifa Nikki. Well, Sifa, let's grab a word with you now. Congratulations. It's great to have you here tonight. Thank you so much. I think everyone is really delighted for you. I'm very delighted. Thank you. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited about the future, actually. What do you think it holds? I don't know. Lots of exciting stuff. Different voiceovers for different companies. Much like what we did in the competition day, but, you know, much broader range and getting to go around and do loads of different things and different experiences as well, which is what I'm looking forward to. Working with different companies and getting to know different people. Now, you've known about this decision for a little while now. (laughs) Just a little bit. (laughs) When you took the call, what was that like? Did she tell you that I cried on the phone? (laughs) No, because it was really early in the morning and she'd called me the day before and I'd missed the call. And then she called me in the morning and I thought, she can't have called me this early to give me bad news, could she? To ruin my day, but she didn't, thank God. So yeah, had a little tear on the phone. I was by myself in the house and no one was there to hug or anything. So Voice artists aren't used to getting up that early, are they? (laughs) No, I'm I'm used to getting up that early. So I was fine. (laughs) And what's happened since the announcement? Because you've been making plans, haven't you, for the the next year where you're going to be professionally represented by Hobbs. Exactly. I've done my show reel and I've also been on a job already, actually. So for Burger King, so I've been there already. Yeah, which is really good. What did you have to say about uh, Burger King? It was about their burger of the day or burger of the week. I did a chicken royale, thankfully. (laughs) I'm a Tuesday. (laughs) Are you the official voice of the chicken royale? It was for an internal ad that they're going to play to their staff and things like that. But yeah, I'm a chicken royale, which I think is a Tuesday. So yeah, go and get on a Tuesday, chicken royales. (laughs) But it was really good and funny. Just think back to those sessions at Global Radio, at the BBC, and at Real yeah. World. Um, what was that like when you were up head-to-head with uh, three of your competitors? Honestly, I already had the winner in my head about... When we got to Global, I thought, oh, yeah, I knew who was going to win. But they didn't, and I'm quite shocked. No, no, I was surprised. In my mind, I thought I already knew who the winner was going to be. I definitely didn't think I had it. No way, not even close. Why do you say that? Because there's one particular voice that was just so good, and I thought, yeah, he's definitely... Well, he's definitely got it. He's actually here right now. That <laughs> <laughs> was him. Because I liked his voice a lot, and I thought, yeah, he's got it in the bag. You thought it was Mark? Yeah, I thought it was Mark for definite. I'm really happy for Seether. Honestly, couldn't have picked a more talented and better person for it. Really lovely. I, it's funny that she's just said that about myself because I thought that about her. Um, <laughs> I had the exact same thing. I came out of the global radio uh, entry and uh, I thought that's it. Seether's going to have it in the bag. You know, I thought that that was definitely going to be how it was going to go. But uh, really, really pleased for her and I look forward to hearing her in the future. Jay, you're with us as well. Yes. I'm, I'm so you. sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm still happy to be here and it was a good opportunity and a great experience so yeah I'm just I'm more I'm really happy for Sifa as well and the best person won I think so yeah I'm really happy and it's great experience and I I came into this not knowing what was going to happen and so I I just kind of kept an open mind and that's how it's been and, and I'm just grateful to be here. Well listen we know from the feedback to the podcast that a lot of people were rooting for, for all three of you uh, and indeed for Scott as well who unfortunately can't be with us right now because he's got another job. You see <laughs> even if you don't win these competitions you get work already. So congratulations to all of you. If you get that far in a competition of this calibre then you're pretty uh, sure to be getting work of one kind or another but a special congratulations to the champion of the Hobson's Voice Search 2012, <laughs> Sifa Nikki. Not even a scratch card or anything. This is the first thing I've ever won, ever. Drinks are on you. (laughs) The world's number one dance game is back with over 45 new songs, new modes and new moves. Join the party that's 30 million strong. Just Dance 3 is the best Just Dance game yet. Imagine a place where things are a little bit better than expected. TK Maxx has famous brand fashion but always for up to 60% less. 
visit the Sunsilk Facebook page. Like it and find out how you can win a trip to Hollywood for a makeover with the world's best hair experts. Visit now for expert-touched hair. Coca-Cola, in association with NME, are giving you the chance to instantly win tons of tickets and VIP passes to this year's best live gigs. Get closer to the music with Coca-Cola. Rub that oil into my skin. Go on, be generous. Take some salt and rub that in too. Prick me with a fork. I need serious heat. 190 for an hour or so. Then cut me open and lavish me with butter. Great British spuds. You can't beat them. Well, Helen Quigley, you're with us as well. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, now, as an accomplished uh, voice artist, what, what has Sifa got to look forward to? Um, lots of variety and a lot of surprises, actually. You will, you will never know what's going to drop into your email inbox or you'll never know what the next call will be. In fact, sometimes you might think, oh, this is a really straightforward uh, telephone answering job, and, which is what I thought earlier this year was something I did, and it turned out to be some promotions for a, a major film. Oh, wow. So things like that really yeah. surprise you. So look out for that. Whatever might seem a small job might not be at all. Yeah. That's and that's quite nice. That's a nice yeah. surprise. And also don't get typecast as a certain kind of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking we've gone to McDonald's and Subway yeah. and just work my way through that okay. arena and then, you know, see where it takes us. <laughs> Hope for the best. Great radio production of the people who make it. Hi, Francesca. <laughs> this is Francesca who's brought the uh, champagne. What champagne have you got, Francesca? Masmasia, Cava. It's Cava. Okay, well, it's an austerity measure here at the Earshot Creative Review. But we're all having some bubbles here to celebrate uh, Christmas and indeed Sifa's victory. Um, Claire, you brought some audio to cheer us towards Christmas. Yes, I have. Well, in fact, I have two pieces of audio. Um, the Radio Advertising Bureau has recently launched um, an app which enables you to access uh, radio commercials on your smartphone. So if you're in a creative agency looking for inspiration or if you are a client or if you're just a fan of radio, you can, you can get some really great ads um, from our app. There have been two that have been uploaded recently, one of which looks back to previous month, which is November, which I think all across London and, and probably throughout the UK has been more commonly known as Movember. Um, I think everyone's been, uh, been growing facial hair men, I, I hasten to uh, add, um, and raising money for charity. And Gillette has actually done a really nice um, piece of spot advertising around this. Are you playing it from the app? live from the app. This is a live demonstration coming to you on the podcast. Gillette and Movember present Panache. OMG, you are rocking out the gentlemanly styles in that, bro. Lol, you're too kind. And I'm also loving your mo also. Well, it's grown in the style of the bard. For serious? For show, like I'm writing love poems and this and that. Well, it is frightfully sick. The ladies will swoon and stuff. Listen, gangster man peeps are going to see me rolling and they're going to be hating. Gillette, turning men into gentlemen this November. <laughs> so just a very sweet spot out, I think, with um, Armstrong and Miller. So lovely comic pairing um, and always good to see brands getting behind it, a worthwhile charity. Um, in this case, yeah, turning men into gentlemen. And that is also always a very good thing, by the way. 
Jake Gapp's with us. Were you growing a, a move this year? And, well, no, because it would have to be like a, a millennium or something. It would take me at least a decade, you know, a mocade. You know, it's just peach fuzz. Yeah, you know? Guacamole. It's pathetically guacamole. There you go. So, um, no, I, I haven't managed to do that. But I, I was I was quite pleased to be a, 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 a nose. That was my last voiceover. I was a, a sneezing nose for a, a TV campaign. Um, Where did you get your motivation? Uh, still with the mose. Um, yeah, well, I, you know, I looked at the animation and... Uh, tried to sound like a nose because <laughs> you know you, you were just saying you never know what you're going to walk in I was very my sort of sob story is I was very nearly the voice of cheese strings um, which I know it got audible intake of breath um, and I went I went to shall I would you hold this I went because this poor man he's going to get lower lumbar um, I went into the, the session and I sort of said hey how are you and they said yeah hi I said, uh, have you seen many people of this? And they said, a billion. <laughs> I said, okay, have you got a script? There's no script. Okay, it's just three words. Okay, what are the words? It's, hey, I'm cheese. <laughs> I said, okay. Uh, and they said, it used to be four words. I said, really? They said, yeah, it used to be, hey, I'm just cheese. But then our lawyers made the point that it's not just cheese in <laughs> <laughs> cheese strings. Um, and they made, me, they made me say, hey, I'm cheese. I, I, two sessions, two hour-long sessions, because I got a callback, uh, in the region of 250 times. And we started with them saying, can you say, hey, I'm cheese, like Roger Rabbit? And I did some Roger Rabbit once. And we went through millions of iterations. Uh, can you sound uh, more like a surfer dude? No. <laughs> uh, can you sound more black? I said, not really. <laughs> uh, millions until in the end the, the one we went at the end of the first session we went away with this this is what it sounded like I'll see if I can replicate it okay so from Roger Roger Rabbit was the beginning <clears throat> hey I'm cheese <laughs> that was it they were like yes I think we've got somewhere we've got some I was like any one of you could have walked in and done that so that was that and then I went in for the next session and for the, f- the final coaching I got was uh, they said right uh, on on hey, can you sound like James Bond? We did some Roger Moore, but they like the Sean Connery hey. <laughs> and then on I'm Cheese, can you sound like your 14 year old elder brother's friend and out of breath but not unfit? <laughs> <laughs> go! <laughs> and he's just sitting there, voice really just kind of go. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm cheating. You know how do you do that? You can't. You can't do it. But anyway, they, they they went back to the guy they had. <laughs> well, ultimately, they always just go back to the first take. That's what I, always happens. I had another yeah. three, which is that they would just hire Stephen Merchant, yeah. and they would have spent so much money on Stephen Merchant that they'd have to believe that that was the best take. Mm. You know, but it's very inefficient. This business. It is inefficient. I mean, yeah, and brilliantly so. And long may it stay that inefficient. You know, the number of times I've been called in just to say tonight at nine and you kind of think why don't you just take a note from all the rail companies you know just take me in for one session and say tonight at eight tonight at nine tonight at ten tonight at half past nine you know and just <laughs> splice it all together and you'll never have to hire me again but mercifully they bring me back week after week I do a lot of voiceovers for Dave for their promo so and, and I, I'm very very grateful to them I really hope they don't listen to, I mean I wish you every success with the podcast but I really hope they don't listen to this and catch on because they are losing a lot of money on this. so so they, do you want some audio? If you've brought some audio, we'll hear it. Okay, well, this is just very self-indulgent, but I was, I was secretly proud. I've just finished doing a, a radio show for BBC Radio Leeds, um, and they sort of, it was a kind of a slight push-pull thing with them because they, they liked what I did, but I think I frightened them quite a lot. 
because uh, I'm not really a journalist and what they really needed was good journalism and, and I just wanted to muck about and this is this is a feature that I managed to get away with and I don't know how or why they signed this off um, but this is the jingle for it which I just I thought was rather charming I was quite pleased with the arrangement um, it, the feature was called <laughs> the feature was called Gilf of the Week here's the jingle she's the grandma grandma So yeah, that's that's what we did. We would we phone a grandma like three times across the show and just talk about their grandchildren. <laughs> and I'd say, hey, if you'd like to be my girl for the week, and they would phone, bless them. <laughs> did it just go over the head of the management? Um, th- no, they they knew what they were doing because I, I felt duty bound. I sort of said, yeah. look, I, I love that you signed this off, but I can't. Do you know what a gilf is? And and do Google it at home, folks. It's a real eye opener. Um, uh, they said yes, but obviously it's kind of self-filtering. If you know what it is, well, you're probably not going to object to us. Yeah, you, you're the one with the dirty mind. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I just <laughs> thought it was a nice little acronym. That was all. Um, there's another thing I've got that isn't mine because I thought it's just wrong. We're just doing my own stuff, but um, uh, it will take me a minute to find it because it's on okay. SoundCloud, and I never knew SoundCloud. Does anyone use SoundCloud? There's podcasts on SoundCloud, and actually they gave us the premium account free. So I must say, SoundCloud <laughs> is a fantastic. <laughs> If you're the kind of producer who likes to start the session with the scripts half-written and no idea how to pronounce Lemster, then we're the kind of voice artists who won't let anybody ever know. Claire, you've got some more audio. I certainly do have some more audio. Um, we had a conversation recently about, about, about cheese. and I'm Cheese gonna, strings? I'm, cheese strings. So I'm going to segue seamlessly from cheese strings into cheeses. There is, there is a link there. This is a religious ad I'm going to play, what with it being, what with it being Christmas. And I'm going to play a commercial for um, Christmas Starts With Christ. And Gabriel to Mary. Nice pass. Mary Joseph. Good teamwork to Bethlehem. Definitely a rising star. Innkeeper getting in the way. Nice defensive block. Back to stable. And Angel's coming from absolutely nowhere. And Shepard looks completely stunned. Jesus on for Mankind. Mankind really sagging in the first half. Kings in possession. Gold. Frankincense. Mer- intercepted by Mary to Joseph to Jesus. Oh, I say, absolutely majestic. Christmas starts with Christ. Visit christmasstarts.com. That's really funny. <laughs> That's really funny. I like that. One thing we often talk about in, in Radio Creatives is its power to paint pictures in your mind. And I was laughing, thinking of all the pictures that must have been going around my audience's head at the moment as some kind of, yes, bizarre World Cup meets Bethlehem um, uh, census image came into my mind. I, I was thinking with Radio Creative, there is a great opportunity to have fun and to do spoofs and to do silly things because everyone does like to laugh and to be amused and, st- and stuff like that. You, you can dissect and say, well, it's a little bit irreverent, isn't it? But who doesn't? want to be entertained and I think advertising should do that and on radio it's a great way to have a little joke the audience is in with it it, it raises a laugh um, and I wouldn't have heard or remember that the brand unless unless I, I've been entertained in that way I'm going to bring Matt Deegan in now Matt's from Fun Kids and Folder Media and uh, Matt I guess your radio station is about having fun but also you weld educational messages for kids into your output yeah we do but uh, it, because the radio station is called Fun Kids uh, everything we do we sort of have to remind ourselves has to be fun 
if it's in the name of your radio station it's got to be throughout everything and we have lots of features that are supported by different partners uh, so last week you could hear about Parliament uh, thanks to our good friends in Parliament uh, <laughs> this week uh, we've got a series uh, about history of air travel lots of interesting stuff that's quite short uh, that's produced by the guys at, at Create in lots of different creative ways and, and Nikki, we've got an in-house writer who works on a lot of that stuff as well but what I want to play is the digital radio campaign uh, that lots of radio stations are playing around the UK at the moment uh, and it's the whole industry working together so Global are running the ads the BBC are running the ads uh, and smaller local radio stations uh, and digital only stations are playing the ads as well uh, what's interesting is they create a kit of parts they also create lots of different versions of it for lots of different stations and you can choose which ones you play but you try and meet their campaign needs so it is kind of radio working together to promote radio which is a good thing hey there this is D-Love coming through your radio like a sweet nougat souffle now did you know that on a digital radio you can slip between stations just like uh oh no 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 that's not quite right <laughs> nope, 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 not that one either. Oh, dearie me. <sighs> That's better. <clears throat> That's better. Those are some sweet, sweet sounds. Now go get yourself a digital radio, my little raindrop pie. Spread the love this Christmas. To find out more, use the station checker at getdigitalradio.com. If you love radio, go digital. And what's kind of quite interesting about it, you might have seen the, the TV execution, it's a mini soul man uh, who sounds, got this you know, really deep voice there, but actually he's from Wolverhampton, occasionally drops out of it. And you see the first ad and you think, that's a bit strange, he's got a dove, this is all a bit weird. But actually it's all in the execution, lots and lots of different executions that work on radio, telly and online, I think that's going to be the interesting thing. And some people have been a bit uncertain about the campaign, but... Uh, just like that, um, uh, the Jesus ad that we just heard, you know, it's just got to cut through. It's got to make people stop and, and think about something. And I think actually having a character like this would be really strong for digital radio. And you run a digital radio station, so I'm interested in your view of this approach of selling the benefits of the medium versus what I saw today in Australia, which is buy one, get one free. Yeah, I mean, I think they both can work. I think, they, in effect, this is a brand campaign. This is about uh, teaching people about the benefits of a lot of different executions, but that targeted stuff of buy one, get one free. Uh, and we had, a uh, year before last, we had an exchange programme in the UK. I think all that stuff has to work together. And also for the digital stations, you know, Phone Kids, the station for kids, you've got Planet Rock, Jazz, uh, commercial stations like Capital, they get loads of audience now outside of their FM areas on digital. They've all got different reasons to make people tune in. And we know with these uh, concept-led campaigns from the radio gauge work that's done at the RAB, they work in, at their best when they run for a long period of time. How long is this campaign going to run for? So I think the intention is this is at least 18 months and, and probably longer uh, to, again, really repeat the benefits. And yeah, we talk about it uh, with the RAB all the time about yeah, those campaigns that do well are the ones that don't change. So actually let's stick with something uh, and see what happens with it. InShot Creative Review, sponsored by Hobson's. Hello, I'm Steve Martin, and we are uh, drinking in a casino uh, this month because it's Christmas. And uh, let me just uh, let you know who's with us uh, here. Some of the voices you've heard already, more still to come. So we've got Claire Bowen from the RAB. We have Sifa Nikki, our ultimate winner from the Hobson's Voice Search 2012. Jay Ogunkoya, another contestant from that competition. We've got Mark Humes, also from that competition. Welcome to you guys again. Jake Yap, writer, producer comedian, 
presenter, <laughs> anything that pays. But yeah, I know, I know. Okay. Helen Quigley, professional voice artist. Matt Deegan, you've just heard from uh, Fun Kids and Folder Media. And let's have a chat this end of the room uh, with a gentleman who used to work in local radio. You've heard him on the podcast before. You've now moved to Radio 2, Tim Johns. Yeah, not that long ago, like maybe a month and a half, two months ago. Uh, yeah, I was stationed sound at uh, BBC Radio Lincolnshire. You said that almost <laughs> like it was a sung jingle. I was about to sing it, and then I was like, no, hang on, we dropped the singing uh, a good, good year ago. <laughs> Uh, but it's uh, old habits die hard. So yeah, I'm, I'm a Radio 2 now. I'm a, one of the producers on the Jeremy Vine show. And big shift for you? Uh, strangely not. As is the as is the way in BBC Local Radio, it completely varies station to station what people do. And in lots of places, lots of people do different things. So in some stations, you have a five-day-a-week station sound producer. In other places, you'll have a one-day-a-week station sound producer who does other things. Probably by the end, I was, I was probably only doing two days a week, and then I was... You know, covering some reporting shifts, and I cover presented drive time a lot. I did the BBC introducing program for Lincolnshire, so um, it wasn't such a shift to go. I mean, primarily now I'm, I'm producing a current affairs chat show, and it wasn't it wasn't a big shift from what I was doing before. Can you still do the fun stuff that you're known for from local radio? Actually, I'm quite lucky to have gone to the Jeremy Vine show where, yes, at the top of the hour we'll we'll talk about the top of the show. Even we'll talk about all. Oh, English GCSEs have been overmarked horribly this summer and I'll have to put together a big background brief about that. And then another day it'll be like, can you park? <laughs> and I'll make a package about parking. You know, it's like, there's a great variety. And I think, I don't know, I wouldn't like to go to a show that is purely, you know, like, we, we only do news or we only have fun. I like, I like the mixture. So I think, you know, a lot like Jake, who I've never met, by the way, but hi. And I'm very good friends with Peggy Walker, who was a... Yes, there you go. This is a bit insular now. But, uh, this uh, is available as a side <laughs> podcast. If you hit the red button now, that conversation continues. Yeah. Nice to meet you across the room in audio. Uh, so no, it's, it's the variety. I've lost sight of the first question you asked now, but... <laughs> That's okay. It's probably time to stop talking and hear the audio you brought. Well, I've actually got two bits of audio, if that's all right with you. Uh, one, that somebody's kindly just emailed me. Um, local radio, you know, with DQF, I mean, across the whole of the BBC, obviously, but local radio has had fairly significant hits. And I noticed that a lot of my trails, whilst I'd like to think were good and did the job, um, it's, it's not an uncommon picture that a lot of station sound producers across, across uh, certainly England, if not in the nations and regions, um, are sort of doing more of the sausage factory thing, where you're promoting your mid-morning programme, for example, and you're, you're taking out a lot of clips, and you've got a music bed, and you're sort of recycling old material. So recently, before I moved on, not that long ago, I did a trail campaign, which was a, it was a, a simple campaign, it's well-trodden ground, lots of people have done it before. It was quite simply the presenters saying why they like where they live. Uh, there is something quite powerful for a local radio station broadcasting to an older audience uh, to have a presenter really endorsing where they love. My point is that despite all the cuts, it took a little bit longer to produce, just to take the time to email every presenter who's got a very busy schedule and say, look, I need you to do this, take them to the studio, record a few lines about why they love where they live, mm. cheesy as it may be. But... You do that, it takes a bit longer. At the end of it, you get something which is a lot more powerful, will connect with your audience more, and makes sort of everyone go, oh, oh, that was really good. And it's just, uh, it's just an indication why a bit more time can really, really pay off, I think. Yeah. 
Nicola Gilroy. Whenever we get time, we always head to the Lincolnshire coast because it's so beautiful out there. Loving life in Lincolnshire. Away from all the cars, you don't have to worry about the children running off. I especially like it on a, on a colder day, actually, because there aren't the crowds there, so you can go and have some quiet time. From our presenters to our reporters, we live here too. You can just see for miles, and it's just so beautiful. It's your local BBC Radio station for Lincolnshire on 94.9 FM. BBC Radio Lincolnshire. Be part of it. And Chris Woods here from another BBC local radio station, Radio Oxford. Thanks for coming down. Hello. What do you make of that? Is that the kind of campaign you've been running? Um, well, Tim's uh, sent me that in the past because well, all the local radio station um, producers tend to know each other and it's, it's a very little knit uh, crowd kind of thing. It's quite good to know being bounce ideas off each other. So, like, I'll send things to Tim when he used to work in Lincoln and he'd send things to me, um, same with Norfolk and some other stations. So it's, it's, it's a good sort of way of... If you've made something and you're not quite sure, you can get the opinion of somebody who does the same job as you to get to what they think. And, you know, sometimes you have to be a bit brutal and be kind of like... No, uh, but uh, and sometimes you're like brilliant. I'm going to have that. But the trail that we've just heard there from Tim is very much a positioning promo, and you know while they sound quite nice, I'm always worried that those things actually don't change listeners' behaviour. Um, yeah, well, that's that's basically our main thing at Oxford. It's all about shifting perception. I mean, we've got Jack FM literally next door to us, um, and then well, the, what used to be Fox is now Heart. Um, we, I guess we probably go a little bit more commercial than the average. Um, local station but I think the higher production values and the way I produce things rep sort of makes it attractive and I think that's what people want. No, I, just, I just wanted to jump in and, and sing the praises of, of people working in BBC local radio, uh, particularly people making trails. Uh, there's a fantastic guy called Dan Purvis, I don't know if you know him at, at Radio Leeds, and he, he's fantastic and you know, it, you're cranking the stuff out single-handedly, day in, day out and, and it's, you know, it's very hard to kind of keep a quality threshold there. Uh, I mean, Dan is, is known in the office uh, we all call him Stan. Um, uh, not because we're telling him to be quiet, but he, uh, all the time, you're always the go-to person if something goes wrong. So there's always people sitting in the office and they go, they're sitting and they look at their computer, they go, oh, sh- Dan, because that's, that's how it works. You know, you, It's not just that you're making the trails, you, you're fixing a million problems for people and you're the only one that knows how to work, Radio Man or whatever it's called. You know, it's, it's a hell of a job and, and kudos to you for doing it because it's, it's hard. Well, Chris, you did it to a very high standard this year because, of course, you won the Gillard Award for the best on-air promotional campaign for your work uh, for a music festival in Oxfordshire. Good memory. Thanks very much. Um, I have to say I've done my research. <laughs> and you're a lot more uh, sober than last time I met you. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, um, yeah, no, that that was a that came together really nicely. Um, it was a that that was one of those times where the station all really everyone involved in it really worked together, and um, the management came up with a really good strategy. I produced the face off of it, uh, and um, yeah, it, it was a lot of work. I mean, we're talking like 14, 15 hour days, three days in a row while we're at the festival. And um, this for me personally, it's like a there's a week pre promotion, there's working while I'm there, there's a, a week sort of post promotion. It's it's just really relentless um but it sounded really good and the whole purpose was yeah to to gain listenership and it, i think you know it, it possibly worked mm-hmm. so when you're on that treadmill every day churning the stuff out as jake says and and being called upon by everybody else on in the radio station where is the time to just stop and think and plan um well i think i mean i came from working in commercial radio and i was a script a creative writer and producer there so you, you just there is no time you just have to keep going it's just relentless it's i mean deadlines 
every day, loads of deadlines, got to keep going. And um, I guess coming from that background, that's what I do. I mean, like today I've been speaking to the fire service, I've been speaking to Age UK, I've been producing about 10 trails for our uh, afternoon presenter. Uh, I made stuff for our mid-mornings producer, produced uh, yeah, the daily breakfast trail and another breakfast trail for mid-mornings. It's, uh, yeah, today was quite something, but um, that's just, no, you know, some days aren't so busy, but today was, was un- unbelievable. So this week is going to be... Anyway, sorry, let me go. Helen Quigley. Well, what I wanted to mention was having worked in both camps, working, uh, doing cover station sound for BBC Essex when Mr John Cameron McIntosh, give him a good mention there, uh, is off doing other things or on holiday. Um, in local radio, you're doing three trails a day. You're churning them out sort of pretty fast. You could be pretty creative, think on your feet, get it done, and you can do some really good stuff thinking that close to the wire and producing that close to the wire. Moving into cross trails, one trail takes three weeks because there are so many different departments to deal with, the marketing agencies, the creative agencies, all of that. And I will find myself sitting with a script in front of me, quibbling over one word in a script which might have only half a dozen words and a few clips. And it's actually... The, the difference between the two worlds is, is quite extreme. Do you find it's a better product for all that t- because I used to make sketches for the Six Music Breakfast Show and I had an hour to write, voice, mix it and deliver it. And I don't think I really... I could maybe have got it 15% better if I'd spent longer on it. But was it actually better for all that time you spent on it? Uh, doing cross trails? Yeah. Sometimes, yes, but there may be at times everyone's got an opinion. So what you think you've created is perfect... And then someone will come along and go, oh, maybe that needs a tweak, that needs a tweak, that doesn't quite reflect what we, the tone we were trying to get for that match the TV trail, things like that. And ultimately, you do have to accept that sometimes that input will make it better. But other times, you also have to accept that actually it's a compromise to make sure everyone's needs are met. Claire, you get that in commercials, don't you, where you've got an agency, a client, client's best mate, everyone wants a say. It ends up being signed off by committee. Definitely, and I think perhaps more so in radio than other media I think people think that their opinion is as valid as anyone else's and you will certainly get cases where clients will come into studios and try and direct or even offer to do the voiceover I've been in some of those as well um, and, and, and the reality is and I think it, you know, it says with the comments I've said already about, about, about talent and about good production really about good production that the reason why the reason why radio advertising can be better and is better and moves you emotions is because of the time and the right people involved in it. So, yes, we all work to tight deadlines, but very skilled people can deliver great work very quickly as well. But. Sifa, I wanted to ask you, as a young person now in the world of voiceovers professionally with a Hobson's contract behind you, you're going to be doing voiceovers for all kinds of media and, you know, radio for older audiences as well. How are you going to engage with uh, media that you wouldn't naturally listen to yourself? Um, it's funny you say that, actually, because when I did the um, showreel, I had a couple of scripts that were really just way off anything I would ever do. And even the competition when we went to, was it Radio 2? I mean, that script was... Was like completely out of my comfort zone but I think having good direction and listening taking your time and things like that can really help and listen to other forms of radio in that way as well just so you're kind of across the board across all things as well so I'm not just in one little box doing Burger King adverts for the rest of my life you know I kind of go to radio tune and everywhere else as well do you know what I mean so yeah but we have heard you on one extra presenting recently yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> word spreads oh that was my emails wasn't it yeah, yeah. My PA, my word didn't spread you sent out a PR <laughs> yeah, release it wasn't one PR <laughs> woman yeah she did yeah, did. yeah we have yes on next for one month hopefully back there next year 
as well. Jake Yaps with us. Jake, you've uh, got some more audio to play. I just think this is a lovely deconstruction of uh, a kind of branding and station sound and stuff done by uh, Gremlins Audio on SoundCloud. Um, I, I, I hate to say it, but there's, I, there's not a lot on the radio that really makes me laugh. And actually, I think a lot of the best stuff happens in, in the commercial sector. And um, much to the shame of the BBC. Um, but... Um, this, this is great. This is how to create a radio news bulletin, and it's just a fantastic deconstruction of, of, of how it's done. This is the news, and now a very important news sting. I'm a newsreader, and these are the headlines in order. First, the main local news story, followed by another sting. Next, a large national news story and another sting. And finally, an international item that possibly won't interest you as much. Larger sting to finish it all off. Good afternoon, morning, evening, it's the time. Now, the first of those headlines in more detail. Our lead story today involves a local group who are campaigning against something that could affect you or someone you know in the future. With even more detail, here's a young-sounding lady. I'm here with more detail on this story. I'm used here because a different voice makes it sound as though I'm a specialist in this particular field and have managed to source some previously unavailable information. To back this up, I asked a man a question. And here is my comment. From the bit of research I did, I'm now able to challenge the man's comment before handing back to the original newsreader after this unnecessary jingle. Alessa's story is building in an area further away from you and therefore not of such immediate importance. So no dramatic news tabs here, just this one to separate it from the international story. With all the sports news, here's a male voice. Thanks to the newsreader from me as I begin in a noticeably more casual manner. After all, this is just a sport, not to be taken too seriously. I have a football story to start with, as that's a big audience puller. And this quote from a professional football manager. Yeah, well, obviously, this is where I come in with a comment about the game that just took place. I make an off-the-cuff comment before analysing some other sport and handing back to the newsreader after this stab. Up of the main stories, even though you heard them all a couple of minutes ago, I emphasise the main story in my tone of voice. And now the weather after this weather jingle. Dry comment about how shit the weather is in our part of the world before signing off with a reminder that the news will be on again in one hour. Hey, it's so well observed. It's good, isn't it? I, I, just, I think it's a delightful uh, and very acute uh, sort of uh, forensic. Uh, pulling apart of uh, commercial news but a joyful thing brilliant so that's Gremlins Audio they've clearly got far too much time on their hands <laughs> <laughs> do, do listen to their stuff working in the commercial sector as I do I have a, a good response to that um, which is a deconstruction of a yeah, average radio commercial Hello, darling. Hello, darling. Where's little darling? At school, darling. Golly, so what are you doing with all that spare time you've got on your hands? Well, I've just been down to mention the name of the client. Mention the name of the client for the second time? Yes, mention the name of the client once again and read out his address as well. I hope you haven't spent all my money, chauvinistic giggle. No, the unbeatable prices include 10% off all stock plus credit, subject to status, written details on request. What a remarkable memory you have. And I presume quality and friendly staff go without saying it. Mention the name of the client again. What did you say the number was? Telephone number read out slowly. Sorry, I'm incredibly stupid. Could you read it again? Yes, that's telephone number read out slowly. And they're open seven days a week, all over bank holidays, boxing days and 
and New Year's Eve. Just like every other store on the planet. Yes, but we have to put it in because this is one of those commercials. The one where the characters are too dull and predictable to ever exist in real life. The very same. Really rotten commercials. Keep them off the radio. Mention the name of the client again. <laughs> great radio production and the people who make it the earshot creative review sponsored by hobson's here's something i just heard last week in liberia i was in liberia everybody Whoa. and i survived here i am um so liberian radio is quite interesting it's a little bit american influenced but as you can imagine it is the second poorest country on the planet in terms of GDP per head so it's a, just an emerging market but given that there's a lot of enthusiasm in the radio advertising market and you know how in this country we sell radio advertising we encourage people to buy it on the air maybe the client pops up and says that he used radio advertising and got some amazing results well in Liberia they don't do that they just stack it high and sell it cheap Another season is upon us, and you need to sell those goods and services fast, like a lightning bolt. The nation's number one radio, Fabric 101.1, and the nation's number one online, Radio LIB, is offering big spot sales for this Xmas and New Year's season. Buy five and get two spots absolutely free. Yes, buy five, get two free. Beginning now to January 31st, 2013. Fabric and Radio LRB wants to help you get those goods off the shelves. It's our way of which you, our numerous and wondrous customers, a very merry Xmas and a happy and prosperous 2013. Visit our sales department on 14th Street Sinker or call cell number 0886-933-684. FC 101.1 FM and Radio LIB says it's always nice doing business with you. Radio advertising, Liberia style. <laughs> Tim Johns. Look, this is just... You just said, has anyone got anything else to play? It's not from 2012, so it's not very good for a sort of end of, end of year review. But it's it's almost like a bone I feel I need to pick with you because you put it in the podcast a while ago. It's not your fault. And in fact, it's it's an it's an accolade. It's a commendation to whoever made it. I can't remember now. I can just remember the advert. When did you start the podcast? Oh, uh, about three years ago, January 2010. I'm pretty sure it was quite early on, maybe the third or fourth podcast. You had an advert for Daniel's Fish and Chips. I can't even remember where it is, which is maybe a flaw in the in the process there. <laughs> but however far away it is, you'd go there. Well, it's definitely down south, and if I was going to Cornwall or Devon, I would Google it to make sure I went there because Daniel's. Maybe if you like, can find the audio and dub it in. This will this will be like perfect karaoke. Daniel's fish and chips. Ooh. Tasty Tasty is embedded in my head and all my colleagues' heads and all my friends' heads because I've played it to them relentlessly because it's just one of the best one of the best little bits of uh, creative advert musical writing I've ever heard. So I just wanted to, to say that is relentless and so it's one of my favourite bits of advertising audio ever. Well, let's play out with that and kind of bring this uh, first series of the Earshot Creative Review, my God, it's been three years long, uh, to a close in a very circular way and say thank you to everybody here for coming along and sharing the drinks and the food. It's not hard to get people along when you bring the food and the drinks out. Uh, so Claire Bowen from the RAB, thank you. Oh, thank you. Jay. Thank you. Mark. Thank you. Jay, can you no, say something slightly more interesting than just thank you? <laughs> can I just have a look at your mobile phone, please? 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I come from South East London. It's a force of habit. Uh, it's been a pri- it's been a privilege. Thank you very much. The uh, season's merry, festive, happy. Um, the award-winning Sifa Nikki. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to my career in voiceover work. Thank you. Remember the name, Sifa Nikki, and Sifa. Your showreel will be on the Hobsons website from January the first. Oh wow! Didn't know that. Thanks. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Quigley. Thank you for calling. When you hear the tone, please hang up. <laughs> and Matt Deegan from Fun Kids, thanks for coming. Do we get to see the elephants later downstairs? Yeah, the history of this building is amazing. It used to have a water tank in the bottom. Houdini performed here. It is the London Hippodrome, now a casino. Elephants in a hippodrome. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Wood from BBC Radio Oxford, thank you for coming down today. No, 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 thank, thank you. That no, is all mine. No, 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 I couldn't possibly. And Tim Johns, from, uh, now from Radio 2, thanks, and we're going to hear your audio now. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Well, look, I'm taking a break from the podcast for a few months now, but it will be back in 2013. And among other things, we will be discussing crisis management and contingency planning around radio promotions and stunts. When something goes horribly wrong, is your station prepared? Media crisis management expert and former radio presenter Donald Steele will be here for that. He's very good. I made a jingle for him once. If you enjoy the podcast, you're mad, but you can vote for us in the European Podcast Awards. Full details at earshotcreative.com. Vote early, vote often. Full details of the European Podcast Awards at earshotcreative.com. From all of us, have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and uh, we'll be back after the break. Yay! Yay. 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 Love the show, Steve. <laughs> <laughs>